What's up, everybody? Dave here. This episode of a Top 3 Podcast is brought to you by the patrons of the Tube. Personal heroes of mine like Chris Nelson and new patron Adam from The Good, The Bad, and The Backlog, and many more have gone to patreon.com slash realdavejackson and supported the Tube, and they're getting some treats in return. You can be like them, head to patreon.com slash realdavejackson, and you'll be my hero too. All right, let's get to the show. And uh, this, uh, this is a top three podcast. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to a top three podcast where we are still honoring the time old tradition of listing our favorite things and arguing about it. Today's topic on the show is the top three sequels that were better than the original. Suck it, Alan. My name is Dave Jackson, joined by the regular top three crew, Aaron Engel. Sub, suck it, Alan. Alan Nichols, suck it, Alan. Uh, suck it, Alan. And Got him. fan fan favorite, question mark, Bloodbath McGrath, suck it, Alan. Hey, everybody. It's been a hard time without top three in my life. I've been reduced to sitting around the house all day, drinking cheap scotch and watching Comedy Central. That Comedy sounds Central. cool. Uh, yikes. <laughs> hey, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, today uh, we're going to be talking about the top three sequels that are better than the original. And if this is your first time listening to the show, what we're doing is we've all made our top threes. We're going to go around and take turns. So everyone says they're number three. Then everyone says they're number two. Number one's Lightning round, honorable mentions, and a fucking shitload of listener responses. Thank you so much, everybody, for welcoming us back. Yeah, hell yeah. Hooray! Also, all you motherfuckers just got a text message with the picture of us setting the topic as top three sequels. I'm just saying. Cool, so I'm going to go check my phone. That. I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> I can't wait to go look at that later. Yeah, yeah no, I'm <laughs> after, <sending it. laughs> can't wait to check it after the recording is all done and edited and everything. So once again, <laughs> for the record, it's it always, always nice to have something to look forward to, you know? Yeah. So uh, sequels that are better than the original. And um, when we we're talking about what constitutes a sequel, I hope we all agreed. I mean, I, I remember us agreeing that we're talking about the second in a series. So like, I don't give a shit if number six in a movie series is a sequel to number five. All of my list is number two in the series. Did you guys, you guys with me on that? Your list is entirely number two, Dave. That's exactly what I was cracking the Pinot Noir a little bit early tonight. <laughs> All right, I'm, 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 I'm have to apologize for my boy, but uh, no, like, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm the same way. Like, I don't necessarily think like it has to be in a series. It could just be a direct sequel, and then that thing is shut down. Uh, but I have no pick on my list that wasn't the first thing to come out after the original. I have no number yeah. threes, fours, five, six, sevens. It's all at one point was the only sequel available to the original body of work right so like we're gonna get into our michael bumpus here in a second but that follows that follows that rule for sure and um a lot of people in our listener responses went heavy on movies but i have um, a list that is i have a book i have a movie i have a video game and then an honorable mention that i'll i'll figure out sometime during the recording here i, I also just, tried to I do want to love everything 
I want to launch my protest with the definition of sequel here. I mean, I know Dave I got to go check out this text message that you sent real quick. Hold on. I'm just saying uh, anything after the original is a sequel. Anything in a direct series would be a sequel. That, that's uh, true. But in our group text, we said number two in the series. So and, what's and what I'm, is more sacred lodging, to you, Alan, I'm, the group text or the my, fucking dictionary? My vocal disagreement. I mean, you know, that's all I'm, that's all I'm doing. Okay, well, Alan's on board. Alan's on board. He just he he, he got to take his dick out, flop it around a little bit, let everybody know he's got his own opinion. And we're going to do what we always have done, Alan, since we were 14, which is shut it down immediately. <laughs> it's season. It's season four. Is this season four? Uh, three? We, we lost track of the seasons. I guess this would be season this three. Season, three. This season three. eight. Um, so this would not be the sequel to top three season one, Alan. Thank you, Aaron. It, I mean, by definition, it would be one of the sequels to top three season one. I think that would be very much within the definition of sequel. That's weird. You said, I think, I think so. I, I don't know what I to make question. it. Anymore. You didn't say, I know you said, I think. I have a question, Alan. Who hurt you? all of us all three of us this this right all right so alan i hear your vocal objection uh i vocally uh overturn and we're moving on so noted and ignored yay (laughs) so uh before we get into our lists uh we are kicking off the return of top three with a michael bumpus Bumpus. bumpus the bump is in town (laughs) <laughs> what'd you think of that that was cool that was a right good sting i like that yeah thank you so uh michael bumpus to um star wars the empire strikes back uh because i mean i've i've known you guys long enough this is going to be on my list i fucking guarantee it was going to be on alan's list and yeah. i figured that it would at least be on aaron's too so Empire Strikes Back. We're getting this out of the way. Aaron, tell the good people what a Michael Bumpus uh, means for those who are uninitiated. So a Michael Bumpus alert on the top three podcast is when there is an answer that is so overwhelmingly favorited by not only us, but probably the listener responses as well, that there's really not even a point in each of us saying it as one of our answers, or we'll end up talking about one thing the entire episode. We call it a Michael Bumpus because Michael Bumpus, look it up, uh, is objectively the greatest football player of all time. No need to discuss it. We get it. Let's move on. Same idea here. <laughs> yeah. So Michael Bumpus to the Empire Strikes Back, which at the time was the sequel to the original Star Wars episode four, I guess. But at the time, this was the sequel. So uh, and in my opinion, this is better than A New Hope. Uh, I think that Empire Strikes Back is the quintessential Star Wars movie. Uh, it is everything that we grew up, I grew up loving about Star Wars is in The Empire Strikes Back. Darth Vader's in it a bunch. He's super cool. Uh, Luke's being whiny. You know, that's super cool. That's what we love about Star Wars, right? Yoda there. Yeah, Yoda's there. Uh, fucking Hoth. It's all there. Yeah. An intestine spill of the, what What, what were those things called? The Tauntaun, yeah. The Tauntaun, yeah. They smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> Empire Strikes Back is the movie that taught me how to survive in sub-zero temperatures. That is correct. You find a tauntaun, right? You split that bitch open with your lightsaber. lightsaber. (laughs) (laughs) You just hide inside of it with you and your friend. Maybe you tell. I'm just saying, like any anything that you can fit in, though. I mean, like your big friend. I mean, you know, yeah, horse. Yeah, looking at you, Dave. I was going to (laughs) say, 
I was going to say, Alan's, Alan's a tiny guy. He, he could, I mean, if we're stuck out in Siberia together, which we, we do from time to time get stuck out there. Um, that's how Alan's yeah, going to end up surviving. Open, Reasonably, man. he could survive in any of us. That's wild. Crawling mm-hmm. <laughs> you like a parasite. <laughs> yeah, but you, you already I'm have kind of like the point you made, Dave. Like Star Wars basically is Empire Strikes Back. Like that's that's the movie that everyone likes universally. That's the movie that everything's kind of judged on and based on. Like your thought of Star Wars is Empire Strikes Back. So I would agree. Like I don't think there's a sequel that exists that's better than Empire Strikes yeah, totally. Back. Would have yeah, been my number so. one hundred percent. Yeah, I don't know if it would have been my number one, but it's for sure on my list. It's my favorite Star Wars movie, and I think it's better than A New Hope. And like people, people have kind of mixed opinions now about Jedi. Like I love uh, Jedi too, but Empire Strikes Back—that's that is Star Wars. So. It's the best one. It just is easy, Michael Bumpus, uh, for this list. So um, I'm going to go ahead and get us started with my number three, uh, which is the sequel to The Gunslinger. Uh, the Drawing of the Three, which is the second book in the Dark Tower series, which I think is, I mean, I love the Gunslinger, but the Drawing of the Three is when the Dark Tower gets all Dark Towery and fucking weird and going in between like, you know, dimensions and uh, different worlds, going into the real world and stuff like that. The Drawing of the Three is when the Dark Tower gets crazy. I like it more than the Gunslinger and it kind of, kicks off the events of the rest of the series Uh, and all the things that like people who love the dark tower like and all the things that people who don't like the dark tower hate starts in the drawing of the three i think so that's my number three uh the sequel to the gunslinger all right i'm gonna jump on this it it is uh i'm gonna move it to my number three because it was gonna be my number two but i just want to talk about it all the drawing of the three is also going to be my number three answer right oh yeah um the weird thing about the Dark Tower series is like it would be almost impossible to make a worse book than what the Gunslinger was. Like any <laughs> second book in that series. Like I love and I love the Gunslinger. I've read it three or four times. Like I love the Gunslinger, right? So uh two things to add on to your point. Uh the one thing about the Gunslinger that I feel like makes it like like I understand why people get turned off when they start the series is because it's literally only bringing up questions and it's not answering them and it's very confusing it's using language that you're not used to hearing characters use it's it's uh-huh. it's it's you know so it, it's like kind of one of those books to where like when you finish it you don't really have any satisfaction like you may have like this like you you, you may or may not want to know what happens next to me drawing of the three is like that's a dark tower book you know what I mean? That is when yeah. stylistically, see, you know, because he what he wrote the first book when he was nineteen, right? And I think it was like six or so. It was a long time later before he wrote uh, Drawing of the Three, and his writing style had changed dramatically. Like to me, like that is how the Dark Tower series is written. It is not written like the Gunslinger was. Uh, it's when he finally found his bearings as a writer, realized he wanted to do it, and then he did it. Um, and like I said, it's it kickstarts the entire journey. And I know multiple people who will say Drawing of the Three is their favorite book. And I would agree with their of the series and I would I would agree with them to a degree. Like at that point it's still like stuck in reality for a second before it gets kind of goes off the rails there is still like an attachment to our world and the characters are normal people and they're trying to figure out things as you're trying to figure out things 
It's a brilliant book. I won't talk about it anymore. Uh, I love the drawing of the three. I'm going to go ahead and jump on with Dave. That's my number three. Attaboy. Yeah. So drawing of three actually is my number two. I'm not going to move it down to number okay. three. Um, I, I, for all of the reasons you guys just said, I think it kind of draws back to what we were talking about with Star Wars, though, with Empire. Because I think everybody can agree that Empire is much more entertaining and a much more fulfilling story than A New Hope. Whether or not mm-hmm. they think the movie is better or not, there's some discussion to have in that regard. But a lot of it is because Gunslinger is, and this is just me kind of like standing for Gunslinger a little bit because I really, really like the Gunslinger. And Aaron too, said too. it was, you know, I, he couldn't imagine a worse story. It's ridiculous. <laughs> to say. I just Dude, I love Aaron, the Gunslinger. Aaron, Aaron, shut this, up. Aaron shut the fuck up. I like the Gunslinger, dude. I like the Gunslinger. You're turning people away. I'm turning people away. But anyway, so the first the first part of a series always is the setup. I, otherwise, like, you know, it would just be a continuation of a previous series if it wasn't. So you have all of that building in the first book. What's cool about um, Drawing of the Three is it progresses the story, but it also brings in these new characters and builds them super fast. I mean, because mm-hmm. you get you get introduced and then you get introduced to the character, the problem, and then they get some resolution um, for each of them. It's crazy. And I think a lot of why Aaron didn't like the gunslinger as much as he liked Drawing of the Three, and he thinks it was different stylistically, which maybe it is a little bit, um, was because of the character progression in Roland. I mean, and you don't see that character progression in Roland for the first however far into Gunslinger because he's all alone walking through a desert. Yeah, he's just chilling in his own head. Telling stories. You know? um, yep. But anyway, getting back to Drawing of the Three, great story. Um, awesome way to start out what is my favorite series of novels. Um, so I'm keeping it my number two, Drawing okay. of the Three. Fair enough. Well, then what's your number three then, Alan? Uh, my number three. You know, let me bring up my list. <laughs> oh, yeah. My number three is Temple of Doom. Um, okay. The second Indiana Jones movie. Hey. All yeah. right. Uh, Blood Bats yeah. Awake. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> this is everything to say about Stephen King and the Dark Tower because I haven't read any of the books. So I. Right. Uh, yeah, you know. yeah. I got but, you. But. Uh, I was I thought really hard about going Temple of Doom, but I thought I literally thought Alan would be the one to be like, dude, you're fucking stupid. So all right, no, man. <laughs> Temple well, so Temple of Doom is a lot of fun. I think it's it's definitely an Indiana Jones movie. And so you're right. Probably like twenty year old Alan that was like, Oh, Indiana Jones, great series of movies, um, would have been all about calling you an asshole for picking Temple of Doom. But thirty five year old Alan is like, Man, Temple of Doom's a lot of fun. He eats monkey brains. Um, you know, <laughs> right? That is fun. <laughs> no time fun for love, Dr. When Jones. You eat monkey brains. Uh, I mean, it's uh, you got short round. Um, the the whole package. I haven't watched it in a long time, but as I was going through, I was looking at this one. I was looking like Rocky Two is another one that I really was thinking about. Um, oh, that would be oh, two towers. Yeah, oh, Rocky Two is a great one. I forgot about Rocky 2. Yeah. Right. Rocky 2 or any of the other Rocky sequels. Sequel. Right, moving on. No, dude, I think that's a I think that's a great pick. Um 
Temple of Doom. For whatever reason, I didn't realize this. Um, like, I, all the podcasts I listen to, everybody, like, whenever Temple of Doom comes up, like, everyone shits on it. They think, apparently it's, like, a universally, like, hated movie. I mean, it's not hated. <laughs> it's still, like, part of a really good trilogy. But, like, I guess people really hate that movie. Um, people think it's really mean-spirited. People think it's really, I mean... It probably is like racially insensitive at this point in time, but like, um, yeah. I don't know, man. People really dog that movie, and I fucking love Temple of Doom. Also, Temple of Doom is real different than uh, Raiders and Last Crusade, so like, I I really like it. I like the in, the opening scene in the the nightclub and everything. I I think Temple of Doom was great. I will forever be scarred by that scene where they're in that fucking room and it starts filling up with like bugs and they like reach into that thing and all the bugs just start fucking coming out. That literally like unsettled me for a good 10 to 15 years of my life. Here's, <laughs> here's what I will say is I love Temple of Doom. Uh, I think Raiders of the Lost Ark is better. Personally, that's just how I feel. But Temple of Doom is a great movie. Hmm. So also take into consideration the topic was not in writing as put to me sequels that are better in the originals. And there is evidence in each of your phones as to that. <laughs> but Temple of Doom, <laughs> Temple of Doom is fantastic. Oh, Alan's taking his stand. Alan. Now everybody knows why he's taking his stand. Yeah. Uh, Alan, <laughs> I forgot to tell you while, uh, while you were talking about the drawing of the three, the judge overturned that evidence that you sent us. So very got to be rough. Thank you, Simon Cowell. <laughs> uh, it's been a while since you guys have heard the, me say this, but I have not seen uh, the Temple of Doom, nor have I seen the third Indiana Jones movie. Oh, uh, I think I've only oh, seen the first one and then the one with Shia LaBeouf, if that's even the right. <laughs> Ouch. <actor. laughs> wow. The Last Crusade's one of my yeah. favorite all-time movies. Last Crusade. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't seen it. Indiana. Will you watch them and give them to you? You don't have to give them to me. It's 2022, man. Like they're (laughs) they're, on the internet. I can get them anywhere I want. They're on Netflix right now. Motherfucker. (laughs) I still, I still have DVDs. Okay. I'm sure you do. Keep them in a box. Yeah. Yeah. All right. uh, Bloodbath. What's your number three? All right, let's see if I remember how to do this. It's been so long since I did the top three. No, let Deep me breath, see. Deep breath, maybe. Deep breath. I'm, I'm Bloodbath, right? No, you're Alan. No, you're Aaron. No, you're, yeah. No, make him be Aaron today. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> My life is meaningless. The pain in his voice. <laughs> Don't worry, um, you're funny. <laughs> that's true. All right, my number three is Evil Dead 2, a sequel to Evil Dead. Um, huh. sequel. It, I, I consider it a sequel. I think some people consider it a remake, but like I, I, we're gonna call it a sequel. It's it's got two in the title, Evil Dead Two. Um, sequel to the movie Evil Dead. Uh, if anyone's ever seen Evil Dead, it's a very kind of straightforward uh, cabin in the woods like horror movie. It's real rough. There's not a lot going on. It's it's you know very low budget. Um, kind of slapped together. It's not super great there's like two really cool sequences in the movie but evil dead 2 is just a totally different animal like they really knew how to make the movie they had a real budget um it's a great like horror comedy it's legitimately funny there's lots of uh it's like a full-on haunted house movie there's tons of um puppeteering and animatronics and there's like claymation sequences there's a really cool special effects it's really um different than any other kind of horror movie you're going to see it's real slapstick it's real um almost kind of cartoony at some points it's really fun 
Um, it doesn't take itself seriously. It's it's real schlocky and just it's a really good time. Um, and I think it's just miles above the first movie. The first movie is like, unfortunately, I hate to say it's like super forgettable. Um, it's kind of almost like lifeless, and like the sequel is just like million times better. It's where all the uh, catch if you like follow like Sam Raimi or um, Bruce Campbell movies. Um, it's where he gets like the catchphrase, like groovy and all that kind of stuff. So um, it's also really iconic. So I think really when you talk about like a sequel that surpasses the original, it's usually the movie comes along and it, it invents something or it does something that the series as a whole becomes known for. And I really think like if you watch like Evil Dead 2 or Army of Darkness or again, any of their other movies, like that kind of sense of humor and like a lot of those lines and catchphrases all come out of Evil Dead 2. So that's my pick. Right on. You've talked, was that on your top horror movies, top three that you did? Yeah. Yeah, I thought I heard you talk about that before. Yeah, it's really good. Like I said, I mean, it's it's scary. It's not like a like a super scary movie. I mean, it is a horror movie, but it's very silly, very slapstick. Um, and again, I think uh, if you're somebody who doesn't watch a ton of horror movies or you're trying to get into it or you're, you know, interested in exploring more but you're still a little like timid like it's a great movie to start watching um you don't have to have seen evil dead one because evil dead two is sort of just a remake it's the same characters and they just go back to the cabin and like to never reference or talk about the first movie so like it didn't happen at all so like i said it's a nice you can just kind of pick it up and watch it and uh yeah i don't know laugh your ass off right on have any of you guys seen that because i despite bloodbath like you know talking about it a bunch on that horror movies episode and i probably obviously haven't watched it, it. yeah <laughs> yeah no i i saw the first evil dead and i was just like dude i don't really like horror movies uh and i didn't really like it i did see bubba hotep bloodbath and i yeah. did like that movie if you like bubba hotep you like evil dead too that's like evil like that's where the that style of like humor and stuff is like all born out of like the sequel I feel like I only like that because I was in college and I was like, I watch films. I've seen Bubba Hotep. So I I, I, I'm, I'm thinking like, I don't remember anything about that movie except for the premise. So I'm like, eh, maybe I didn't actually like Bubba Hotep. I, I watched Evil Dead 2. I watched The Evil Dead as well. But I really liked Army of Darkness, which isn't really the third in the series, I guess. But kind of as it is the army of darkness picks up exactly where evil dead 2 leaves off because that's where he goes into the other dimension oh well then that would be my favorite sequel of the evil dead movies then would be army of darkness yeah a lot of people (laughs) like that that was funny (laughs) alan makes me laugh so funny moving on uh my number two um this is my movie on the list. It's the only movie that I've got. And I think it's objectively the best sequel, whatever perverted definition you want to use, Alan. I think this is the best movie sequel ever. And it's Rush Hour 2, which I like the first Rush Hour movie. <laughs> I like the first Rush Hour movie. I can't believe I forgot Rush Hour 2. I know, right? You're too busy thinking about fucking dictionaries, forgetting about Rush Hour 2. Chris <laughs> Tucker would be so disappointed now. in you. Dude, just um, wait until you hear my spite list. Okay, fair enough. Anyway, I like the first Rush Hour movie, but it's a little bit like, it's like they were figuring it out. Like how, how to, it's funny. Like they figured it out. But in Rush Hour 2, they were like, we know exactly how to make this movie funny and racially insensitive 
and oh, everything yeah. that people <laughs> like about movies. <laughs> oh, and homophobic, all, all of those things. No, it's, I don't know. I, I think it's funny. It's got a lot of scenes where I'm like, that wouldn't slide now. Like the, the whole Jeremy Piven character, but like... <laughs> <laughs> that that movie just makes me laugh. It's it's good. And it's, I want to put a cheetah on you. What is, I yeah, want to put a dead animal on you. I want to put a dead animal on you. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I really love that movie. And it's oh man. It's a shame that Jackie Chan's such a piece of shit now that like straight up. Yeah. Wait, what, what did Jackie Chan do? Do we have yeah, to Yeah, I don't Jackie know what Chan we're talking now? about. You don't have to I mean, you don't have to, but he's a huge like Chinese Communist Party supporter, uh, if you care about that. So what? And also, like, he's not leaving any inheritance to his children because he thinks they gotta like work for stuff. It's like, bro, come on, you could you could like buy him a house or something. He also, I think, if I remember right, he also said like he's cutting his son out of his inheritance because he did drugs or something like that. (laughs) 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 Okay, like, okay, what famous actor's son didn't do drugs? Like, come on, Jackie Chan. Yeah, with all your fucking money. Bro, I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and uh, jump on this. Dave, Rush Hour 2 is my number two, man. Would have been my number three, but I switched it. My Me man. and Dave are really good <laughs> friends. Rush Hour We're in fucking lockstep today. Rush Hour 2 is such a good fucking movie. It is one of my all-time favorite comedies. So sad that Chris Tucker just kind of fell off the fucking map because that dude was like hilarious for like five straight years <laughs> and like it's just and it's just like somebody else came along and like kind of started taking like you know what he was and then it just got and then movies got bad and that's just what it is dude movies just got mm-hmm. bad uh well, the deep explanation i think rush hour two is like peak chris tucker like it's, comedy it's it's, it's peak oh, it 2000s comedy. I think it came out in like 2000s. It's, it's peak 2000s comedy. Here's what people don't understand is like when that movie came out in theaters, like that was like a summer <laughs> blockbuster. I remember going and seeing that with my really good friend uh, the day it came out. Rush Hour 1 is awesome. It's very funny. Dave is exactly it's right. It's not real. What's that? Say their name or it didn't happen. Matthew, <laughs> Matthew Ferguson. A good friend of mine. We went and saw it in theaters. A much better friend than Bloodbath because he don't interrupt me. Anyway, no, nobody's a better friend than you than me. So I'll, I'll keep this short. Rush Hour 1 was great. They took Rush Hour 1, doubled down on the comedy, and put it in China. And I'm just going to say this, and I don't care if I get canceled. If there is a movie where a black guy is in China, I'm in. I don't have to think about it. Take my money. I want to see this. Literally. Sorry, I believe they're in Hong Kong. Pick any, whatever, 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 I don't care. Pick any black person. Let's say, uh, so racist. God, that's say, fucked uh, up, dude. They are different countries. Say, uh, Kevin Durant. I'm in. Here's $20. I want to sit in the front row. Like, I'll pay for the popcorn. Uh, but I love Rush Hour 2. It's an all time comedy for me. I had to, it's my favorite movie sequel that's not Empire Strikes Back. I, I love it. Put Chris Tucker in any unfamiliar situation. It's it's yes, it's yes, actually no, it's it's exactly it's the exact same as why Martin Lawrence movies are good because oh, Martin so Lawrence in unfamiliar oh, situations oh, is hilarious shit. too. And if they made Black Knight too, that would have made my list. It's black. It's it, but it's like Black Samurai, <laughs> right? And he gets transported back to like 1400s Japan or something uh, like that. Could have been. If only the movie industry didn't swallow itself whole. We should be making so much money, and we're not right now. But yeah, no, shout outs. We can stop. Love Rush Hour 2. That's also my number two. Hell yeah. So 
there's I feel like there's two different kinds of people who watch movies. There's like Bloodbath and Alan who watch different movies, I feel like growing up. Like I feel like Bloodbath instead of watching Rush Hour 2 75 times like me and Aaron did, <laughs> Bloodbath watched different movies and now he has a very like rounded approach to watching movies and like film Fucking and shit. Is- <laughs> I watched Rush Hour 2 75 times with my brother and I watched Black Knight 100 times uh, with my brother and then 100 more times with Aaron That's so, right, baby. <laughs> yeah I fucking love Rush Hour 2 that's my number 2 that's Aaron's number 2 Alan's number 2 was the drawing of the 3 so Bloodbath what's your number 2 alright my number 2 is Star Trek 2 The Wrath of Khan now, I don't know how many of you guys have ever seen... I'm not a huge Star Trek person, so, like, you know, nobody jump on me on this one. Um, I don't know if anyone has seen Star Trek, the most, the motion picture. Um, it's god-awful. Nearly unwatchable. Everyone agrees with this. The cast think it's, thinks it's awful. Filmmakers aren't happy with it. Like, fans and Trekkies, like, don't like that movie whatsoever. It's very long, very boring, very... Um, just very dry, just unentertaining to watch. Everyone's in a bad mood. <laughs> Wrath of Khan. <laughs> However, you have William Shatner and um, Ricardo Montalban just being fucking lunatics in every scene. Like, they're just the biggest dickheads ever in the movie, and it's so good. Not their characters, just the actors themselves, like, going... So fucking like chewing the scenery like goddamn idiots like it's the best. <laughs> so silly. A hell of a so, drug. <laughs> so cheesy. Um, <laughs> it's so over the top, so melodramatic. Um, while at the same time, there's tons of cool like the special effects are a lot better. There's it's much faster paced. There's lots of action sequences. Um, there's the gnarly like earworm like scene. Um, Spock dies at the end, spoilers, and it's like fucking soul crushing. Like it is just like anything like a Star Trek fan or like just a fan of like science fiction or, you know, they clearly made this movie more in response to like Star Wars, but I think it works really well. It's so good. It's so much better than the motion picture. Like the motion picture was trying to be more like 2001 A Space Odyssey, and this is definitely just trying to be fucking Star Wars and. Again, you just everybody just fucking embraces it. They all look like they were having a great time. Like it's silly, it's dumb, it's great. I fucking love it. Brathicon. Haven't it seen might it. might surprise you to hear this, but Dave has not seen the Rathicon. <laughs> <I have laughs> no, neither have I. I actually like don't give a single shit about Star Wars. I think it's really weird, Bloodbath, that you're Star Trek. I think it's really weird, Bloodbath, that you won't watch the Dark Tower, but you're like I've seen The Wrath Wait, of Khan enough on. times to confidently talk about it. Did you it. say watch The Dark Tower? Because he should not watch The Dark Tower. No I don't way. know, dude. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing PCP since 9 a.m., bro. You guys got to like, just give <laughs> it true. That, that All right. True. Thank you. Aaron, Aaron you does do that. Lawyered you there, scamp. So oh, hold, uh, on. No. hold on. Hold on. Speaking of lawyering, um, that supposed evidence that Alan sent in the group chat says, oh, uh, yeah, so it says, um, Top three sequels, this is from me, top three sequels that are better than the original. Sticking with that, Aaron says, nah, let's just do sequels. Well, actually, I don't care. And I said, same, let's just do that to narrow it down. Now tell me, Alan, if that is your real name, how would doing top three sequels narrow it down? 
Well, Dave, I noticed that you conspicuously left out one line of the text message, which <laughs> reads from Aaron, I think mine all fit the bill, which oh, sorry, are you grammatically makes zero sense. <laughs> <laughs> rough, rough, oh, given I mean, Aaron's, Aaron speaks. That means, that means I make the decisions now, right? Right. That means I'm in charge because Alan just said that like my word is bond in this group. Gotta be rough, and Alan. then you agreed to that statement. You didn't reply to the earlier statement in the text message, with which I don't even know how to do, but I know you do. So uh, you're damn right, I do. You replied to the most recent in the chain. I'm just saying. I say we make bloodbath make wrong. the final decision on this. Bloodbath, what's your verdict? <laughs> Keep the judge. My verdict is that Alan is incorrect. Yikes! Ouch. Alan. Even Alan's to a judge, dude. Gotta yeah, be rough. I, I, you know, respectfully disagree and, you know, expect my appeal. <laughs> as long as it's respectfully. So let's move <laughs> on here. How but, so I've severe seen, lack I've seen in the quality and the quantity of your totaling lately. And I will not have it. Bloodbath is mad. <laughs> That's Bloodbath being mad. Mm. This is the mm. angry I've ever mm. seen him. Curious. Blood Has no one caught any <laughs> of the Simpsons references I've made today? Like, no, they just no, don't notice. No, dude, no, God, you, do you know I, me, man? I, I don't watch The Simpsons. I can but barely Aaron, hear you. I would, I would catch it on a <laughs> it would have Is to Alan go. the heel this season? Oh, there's always a different one. That's mm. so funny. All right. So, sorry, Bloodbath. Wrath of Khan sounds cool. I'm not opposed to Star Trek, but I just haven't seen it. I understand you. I've seen, I've seen the Star Trek movies. Um, so I've seen the original and I've seen Wrath of Khan. Yes, the original is terrible. I kind of think Wrath of Khan is terrible, too. Oh, I was a bigger oh, fan oh. of the TV show. Um, and honestly, <laughs> I was a bigger fan of Next Generation than anything with Shatner in it. Um, but you're you're 100 percent right. Wrath of Khan is leaps and bounds better than the original Star Trek motion picture. Fair, fair. All right, so let's get into number ones. And my number one is a video game. I got my book, I got my movie out of the way. I was trying to think of a TV show where season two is like way better than season one. I thought of a bunch. Maybe they'll be in my honorable mention, but I want to get a video game in there. My number one is Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, which I really liked the original Red Dead Redemption game. Um, but and don't come at me with Red Dead Revolver video game people. I'm, they're named the same, Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Redemption 2, not 3. So um, Red Dead Redemption was, it felt like like Cowboy Grand Theft Auto, which was cool. Um, but Red Dead Redemption 2 is like, what if we didn't do that? What if we made a really cool like world where you can like kind of role play a cowboy and go just do whatever you want in this world and we're going to tell like one of the best stories that a video game has ever told with some of the best characters that a video game has ever had. So that's why Red Dead Redemption 2 is number one on my list. Even though I like the original, I think the second one is better. Therefore, it fits the category. Suck it, Alan. And uh, I just think it's like an incredible game. One of the best from like the previous generation of... Um, like the PS4 and uh, Xbox generation there. So that's my number one, Red Dead Redemption 2. I know Bloodbath has played this, but I don't know if Alan or Aaron have. Oh, I totally have, dude. Red Dead Redemption 2 is... I, I, I didn't beat it. 
but I can sit back and because I got bored. But I can sit back and say that it is one of the it is one of the best video games ever made in terms of what you can do, in terms of how they place you into this world, how effective the world is at like you know you know like ke- keeping you inside of it. Like I think you were exactly. I think Red Dead Two is a lot like Grand Theft Auto. Like I think it's way more like Grand Theft Auto than the first one is. Um, but yeah, you're, you're totally right. The story is amazing. It's funny. Like it's fucked up. It's kind of sad. You can literally do whatever you want with a knife, which is great. You can just get (laughs) drunk. Like I would just like get drunk and go shopping for cowboy hats and just like stumble in on on a fucking cowboy hat. And then like, if it was too expensive, I would kill the guy. And I just leave and like two days later, they'd have a new guy working, but they know now what happens I'm in drunk and want to buy a hat I don't have the money for. Uh, but yeah, so I, I'm, I'm not going to talk anymore about it. I'm not super well-versed on it because, like I said, I played it when it first came out. I eventually got kind of tired of it because it's, it's so long and it's so big yeah. and there's so much mm-hmm. to do um, that I, I, I just I, I eventually just was like, I need to move on to something else. Uh, but it is a great video game and anybody who's played it will agree. And anybody who's played the first and was tentative on the second one, you got to jump into it. I don't imagine there are very many of you like that. But if you haven't played it, it's one of those all timers. And I think it's free on PlayStation right now. It's with like a on, game pass or something like that. Yeah, it's on PlayStation Plus at the time of recording but it's leaving september 20th or something so it's not going to be there you like, will by never the time this episode not get comes past out it's, it's gone yeah. <laughs> if you download so. it tonight you're not going to get past it before it becomes thing but yeah no. great game i never yeah. played um no. any of those games but i did think that they were like cowboy grand theft auto and so yeah. maybe someday i will because it sounds great the first one is like very much cowboy grand theft auto the second one like and i like i remember when we did that episode with scott about best video games of the 2010s or the last decade or whatever that episode was called i remember like because red dead redemption 2 like slows down the gameplay a ton and that's why it doesn't feel so much like cowboy grand theft auto as the first one did and i think that's if i remember right that's part of what bloodbath didn't like about it Am I remembering that right? Yeah, so I wasn't I wasn't huge on the combat and I liked the game a lot. I think what really sort of started to turn me off was that and it's also kind of a testament to the developers like it's such a huge game. There's so much stuff you can do to where I feel it's like you can't take more than two steps in the game without nine menus popping up like oh do you want to pick this up do you want to do you know oh there's a dead animal do you want to eat it do you want to cook it do you want to chop the meat (laughs) up do you want to take the fur like which is really cool the immersion is great but like at a certain point it just doesn't feel so much like you're playing a game anymore it's just so like i don't know there's something about it it's it's just like i think aaron kind of nailed it like it it kind of gets boring after a while if you play the story like all the way through like it's a great story it is top tier, but like just to kind of go around and explore, like you do get like almost anxiety when you play it because there's just yeah. so many things to do. That And that's why it doesn't feel like Cowboy Grand Theft Auto to me because it's so slow and everything you do is so deliberate. To me, it was more like Cowboy Role Playing Simulator where you like wake up every morning in your camp and like grab a coffee and walk around and talk to all the people 
and then go run some errands, go do some story missions, maybe rob a train, you know, cowboy stuff. And then uh, <laughs> get drunk by a hat. And then when it's starting to get dark outside, you head home and you go to bed and then you wake up the next morning and you, you do it all again. And the, if that ain't the American dream, then I don't know what is. Well put. <laughs> all right. So that's my number one, Red Dead Redemption 2. Aaron, what's your number one? All right. My number one is also a video game. It is going to be Super Smash Brothers Melee. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, one, Super Smash Brothers. It's kind of like the Empire. It's kind of like Empire Strikes Back, where while there are other things out there that come out afterwards, it is still, to me, like the best version of Super Smash Brothers. Um, I've talked about Smash a lot on the podcast, specifically Melee. And really what it comes down to is like, if you're going to do a video game sequel, what do you got to do? You got to make it bigger and better, and faster with brighter lights. <laughs> you know what I mean? And explosions and blah, 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 blah. That's what they did. They took 64 Smash, which all of us can attest to is a wonderful video game. But they took that formula, strapped it down to a hospital bed, injected it with PCP and bear <laughs> tranquilizers, and then put that shit out for all of us to enjoy at 13 years old. Uh, it is maybe <laughs> the video game I've put the most amount of time into in my life. I would say that uh, it's probably the video game I'm the best at. Uh, I, I am more in line with like playing competitive games now than I used to be. But I, I, I would say that it is probably still my favorite game that I can play competitively against another person, even though it's like not the easiest thing to get your hands on anymore. Uh, but it was the very first thing that popped into my head. I wanted to do a video game. I had a couple video games and then I was just like sitting there and I was like, no, it's got to be Smash Brothers. Like I put way too much time into that game. It's just a vastly and I understand people who are like 64 is a better game. I think there are I think there is some merit to that argument. Uh, but when you're when, when you're asking me, what's the best sequel of all time? In terms of like how much time I put into it and how much of an effect it had on my life. It's Super Smash Brothers Melee. It's not even close. I remember when we went on that trip to Cleveland, dude, and all we did was sit in a house that was 11 fucking degrees and play Super Smash Brothers <laughs> Melee over and over and over again until oh, yeah, we came we did. back to Detroit. It, 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 Super Smash Brothers is just like the perfect video game to me. Melee is the best one. And, you know, luckily for me, it was a direct sequel to uh, the original. So, yeah, I, nothing really more to say about it. Love that game. Uh, Dr. Mario was good in it. That was cool. He's not anymore, but that was cool. Uh, but mm. melee number one, not even close. Yeah, man. Like, okay. So I have kind of an unpopular opinion that every new smash brothers game is better than the one before it, just because they have more characters and I don't play competitively. So I don't, I don't give a shit about like all like the perfect frame shit that people who are really good do. I don't care. I just want a million characters. So more that's why more yeah. more and they're yeah, good exactly. at exactly so Nintendo's that's why i think that yeah that's why that's why i like the other ones better but you're 100 percent right melee like if you're gonna give like letter grades i think smash 64 gets like a b it's a really good game but melee is an incredible game like melee is what you want from a sequel it took everything that was good about smash 64 and just made it way better Turned it up to 11, dude. Yeah. I don't think there's anything that Smash 64 does better than Melee. And Melee had like the adventure mode and stuff like that too. It was just great. Trophy collecting, bro. Yeah. And like the you said, games in Melee. two or three times as many characters, man. 
Yeah. That was big yeah. at that time. Because yeah, like you perfect. have like eight or whatever, what, 12 or whatever in the original game. They're like, we're going to throw you 30. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Now it's like, we're going to throw you 117. You're like, well, yeah. No, I'm <laughs> like, yes, give me more. I want more. Give me every Fire Emblem character. I'm just mad Dr. Mario sucks so much now. Like, I'll throw him out in a fight. And people are like, Dr. Mario. And I'm like, wait till you see it. And they just own me. And I'm like, yeah, he's not good anymore. I know I said it before, and we don't have to get super into it. I think the 64 version is better than Melee. I th- I kind of think Melee is trash. I didn't like Melee. I didn't like Brawl. But the new Ooh. one, the Ooh. newest one, I think is great. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I, calm I down. think my problem with melee is I think the mechanics on it are weird. I don't like the controller for the GameCube. I think that makes it weird. And I just oh, well, doesn't like perfection. That's what I just got from. Uh, I, right I, I don't know, man. I'm just saying. I agree with Bloodbath 100. Uh, percent I think 64 was great. The new one, a lot of fun. Probably not as good as 64. Um, but 64 in between. Is the best. It's like they were trying too hard in between, you know? Yeah, Ooh. Ooh. yeah I, I completely disagree. 64 yeah. Smash is great, but it is a fucking mess. And it is fucked up, Bloodbath. You were like, I didn't like the controller for Melee. When, but you were like, I <laughs> love it's the, the N64 controller. controller. I love that. That doesn't make any <laughs> sense. That makes now, no sense to anybody. I also don't love the GameCube controller anymore. But to say that, the GameCube controller is somehow like way worse than the N64 controller. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. The issue is, is that you guys had a GameCube. We didn't have a GameCube. So you got used to that weird, fucked up looking controller. Yeah. We never but we did. We all had N64s, all so we all got used to that fucked up controller. Exactly. Doesn't we make did. it good. We, we just didn't have any other control. option. Yeah, it's not, it's, not, it's not my fault that your mom didn't buy you a GameCube fingernail polish emoji. <laughs> that's how you use that emoji alan correct well <laughs> i feel like and this is all i'll say about it because we could talk all night about this but like i just feel like there is a beauty to the simplicity of the 64 version in terms of the mechanics and the scope of the game that i think gives it a really nice replay value and um and the same kind of competitive edge that Aaron was talking about earlier. I think it's all right there in that game. I think it's a lot. I think it's a lot more rewarding and forgiving to try and master it versus like melee or brawl or any of the other versions. I think that there's just, I don't know. It, I don't know. I'm, I'm not trying to say it's like they dumbed it down or maybe the 64 version was dumbed down. I don't know, but like there is something like inherently totally like, dumbed down. Yeah, one hundred percent. There's something right like there's something almost like textural about like that '64 version where it's like you just I don't I just don't know how to explain it. There's just some you're retro, dude. That explains that, enough. That alone, yeah, but I guess it's always going to draw you to that, and that's a totally fair argument, man. Like the game is still fucking awesome. It's one of the best '64 games of all time. You know, I what think I mean? it's more of a you're throwback right, to always. like traditional fighting style video games, right? It's a lot more like Mortal Kombat on an arcade cabinet than anything that we have now. Now, like there are like three dimensional aspects to side to side fighting games. It's it got kooky, but Smash 64 kept it close, kept it close to that. Like, okay, two people walk towards one another, punch, kick, punch, punch, kick. 
but with Nintendo characters. I mean, and it kept it simple enough that anybody could play it. You didn't have to master a controller to be able to play it. Any idiot could pick up an N64 yes, controller and play it. <laughs> no. talking about yes, you did. Like it, yeah. look at go back and look at a picture of that thing, Alan. I, I like have they one just they try and cram right so much detail and perfection into like the sequels that like I think it just kind of loses some of the heart. It's like chess. I don't get that. I mean, I'm just that's just my opinion. Chess, like chess, is a good game. You don't really need to make improvements on chess. Like it's just sort of fundamental. And that's about, almost how I feel about what about Smash. wizard chess. Yeah, what about <laughs> chess? It's chess? faster and bigger. There are explosions and no wi- wizard chess, like in Harry Potter. You know. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'm We're not talking about Harry Butthole Potter. Yeah, I I just <laughs> could not disagree <laughs> more. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think that everything. <laughs> that is core to Super Smash Brothers has been in every Super Smash Brothers game. I don't think that it's lost any simplicity or like huh. heart. I just think that like that's the one that and you said like you guys didn't have GameCubes and you guys said that like throughout college like Bloodbath you and Alan would just play Super Smash Brothers 64 forever. But by that point I had I was on to Brawl and I don't know what Aaron was playing on. Um, I don't know, some perverted version with like titties. Leisure Suit Larry too. Yeah. <laughs> Super Smash <laughs> Brothers, but modded. So it's all Leisure Suit Larry characters. Dog yeah. physics, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I don't think that Super Smash Brothers has lost any of that. And I don't think it's any more complicated now. There's more items and more stages that do more stuff, but that was in the original game too. That The original game was also Chaos if you played it that way. So I don't, I don't know. I don't see it, but uh, we can move on. How many to, moves? It's, many they moves have not the changed the amount of moves before. that characters can do. Yeah, it's, the only it's new things, no, they the haven't. only new things that they added is the, uh, the smash ball, like the final attack. That's about it. What about the charge moves? Oh yeah. The, the charge moves were in the N64 game. Were they? You can oh, charge up. Everybody yeah, attacks, I used to right? beat you with them all the time. <laughs> you never beat me. All right, Alan, what's your number one? Uh, oh, my number one is also a video game. It is Majora's mm. Mask. My man. I believe it's probably Great the best pick. sequel. Um, I didn't even think about that. So, That's such a good answer, man. Yeah, it was solid. Solid answer. Also, Nintendo 64 game. Um, so for the uninitiated, Majora's Mask is the follow-up to Ocarina of Time, uh, which is one of the few few back-to-back Zelda games that they've ever done. Have they ever done another one? I'm not sure. Like, they did yeah, a I couple, like, they kind of reimagined a couple of them for some, but I think the the new Breath of the Wild game will be like the first sequel that they've done since uh, Majora's Yeah, since Mask. then. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking about it. I can't think of huh. anything else. You're right. It, continue, it picks up the story right where the old game ends. Yeah, Link's just wandering through the woods and some dickhead little Skull Kid comes out and bops him upside the head and steals Apana right out from under him. Rides Apana out into some weird quasi-dimensional world, and uh, then the moon falls. It's crazy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But Majora's Mask was a lot of fun. Uh, Not like a, yes, a traditional Zelda game, but a little bit different. Uh, because in addition to getting the items to move around, you also got to transform into a Goron, a Deku Scrub, and a Zora. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you collected all these masks. Loop. It was yeah, yeah, and you're on a time loop, seventy-two hour time loop. Um, collect all these masks. So there's that collection aspect of it that I thought was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, you know, one of the most joyful experiences I can remember involving a video game um, when I was younger was becoming a Goron and just rolling full speed around yeah. um, this big <laughs> circular field. <laughs> oh, is this your cabbage stand? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. And like, just a quick little plug, me and Alan did an episode on my other podcast, Tales from the Backlog, about Majora's Mask. And I think it still holds up. And I'm not someone who's just like full rosy nostalgia about playing old games. I still think Majora's Mask is really good. It is. It's the it's my favorite Zelda. Like Breath of the Wild is the best Zelda game ever made, right? It's not close. It's just it's the best Zelda game. My favorite Zelda game is Majora's Mask because of what Alan said. It's just like I mean, it, it's so different than every other Zelda game, blah 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 blah. But when Majora's Mask came out, we were used to a steady 12 to 13 years of the exact same fucking formula over and over and over again. And you always got excited because video games kept getting better. Zelda games kept getting better. They were kind of like in line with that like evolution. And then they just hit you with Majora's Mask out of nowhere. And it's so vastly different than any other Zelda game before or after it, man. Like, you, you know, maybe like a Wind Waker could kind of fall in line with that. But Majora's Mask is infinitely better than that game. That I, you know, like, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, dude, I I might, you know, have picked Majora's Mask over Melee if I had actually thought about it. It's a wonderful game and maybe the best video game sequel of all time, dude. That's a great fucking answer, man. I love that game. It is a good answer. It was on my honorable mention list. Bloodbath, you play that? I never had a copy, so I think I always rented it. Um, So I don't think I got super far into it. But uh, yeah, man, I think... um, I think that's a really good pick because Ocarina of Time is so beloved and so um, just iconic. A lot of people forget about Majora's Mask, and it is such a good game, but it's also so different. You know, I think just from a creative standpoint, to make such an amazing piece of work and then come out right behind it with something that's equally, if not better than, and also so completely different. They could have just made Ocarina of Time 2, like, basically just, you know, reskinned some characters and, like, added some different stuff. But, like, they really, you know, with the whole um, time element and everything like that, they really just made such a different game altogether. I think it's really impressive. That's that's an excellent fucking point, Bloodbath. What you have to realize is that like it's not hard to make Rush Hour two better than Rush Hour. <laughs> it, it, it's not hard to make the drawing of the three better than the Gunslinger. Bloodbath is right. Ocarina of Time is iconic, and when that game came out, it was the end all, be all of video games. At least to me, there wasn't anything I wanted to play more. There wasn't anything cooler on the planet than that fucking game to me. And the fact that, and and I'll say this: this completely falls in line with you know what we were talking it is better than ocarina of time i like it more most people may or may not agree with that but like it it, like dude like if you're making a sequel like it's it's hard to come up with the next band that's going to be the beatles like right it's hard to follow 
you know, Louis C.K. at a stand-up, like, show. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, these things, like, Ocarina of Time was just not, like, one of those, all right, game's over, let's move on, come up with a new idea. It was like, oh, shit, like, this is, like, the biggest video game in the world. What do we do? And Nintendo, you know, to all their credit, like, they're not worried about, like, they're not making, you know, Halo 6. They're not, they're not out there making Call of Duty 14 San Andreas. You know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers <laughs> are like, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to make something completely different. And it worked like that. That is crazy to me. Like it was a great point, Bloodbath man. You that is a hard act to follow, dude. And they they did that, man. It's it's partly born out of necessity too, because Nintendo told the developers like you have to put out another game in like way less time than you should have. So out of necessity, they reused some of the assets from Ocarina of Time, and they put in the time loop to like kind of pad out how long it would take you to beat the game and stuff like that. But it, it worked really, really well. Um, and like the tone that they chose for it was a really good, really good choice too. just how everyone's fucking either depressed or in denial of what's going on with the moon and stuff like that. It's it's just a yeah, really, really good sequel. So good pick, Alan. Uh, Bloodbath, what's your number one? All right. My number one is The Dark Knight. Yep sequel to batman begins um a lot of people i think in listener responses have picked this one and for good reason i think it is one of the best sequels that exist um batman begins was like an okay movie quite honestly it's kind of stupid like it's like it's just like kind of a bad movie that's paced kind of funny and there's just a lot of padding in it and just you know it's just not great and I personally didn't have high expectations or hopes for The Dark Knight. Everybody heard Heath Ledger was going to be the Joker, and everyone's like, what the fuck is that all about? But fuck, is that a good fucking movie? God damn. Like, that is, when you think of the Christopher Nolan Batman, that's what you're thinking of is The Dark Knight. Dark Knight Rises, it's okay, but it's The Dark Knight. Like, that is what you think about when you think about, you know, the newer Batman. Superhero um, movies. Well, that was what I was going to say. Exactly, dude. Like, it redefined superhero movies for, like, a long time. Like, the dark, gritty reimagining of superhero movies, that's from The Dark Knight. Like, that started everyone doing that shit. Um, you know, everyone tried to emulate that. It's been, like, this kind of cultural zeitgeist for the longest time. The, uh, the huge like fandom that's come out over the Joker. Like I know people can say like for years, they've been fans of the Joker. Not like, I mean, they were there, but like not since like dark Knight came out. Like then you have all these people dressing up as the Joker for Halloween every year and all these different reimaginings of the Joker and grittier and darker. The comic books got like super graphic and dark after that. Like it did what empire and, some of the other sequels that we've talked about tonight did like it completely changed everything. It changed the way they made superhero movies. It changed sequels. It changed comic books. Like it was a game changer across the board. And like, that's why I think it's like, it has to be like the best sequel that's out there. Um, such a good movie. So, you know, entertaining. The performances are great. Heath Ledger's amazing as a Joker. Um, there's just, I, I mean, I'm sure you could really pick the movie apart if you wanted to, but I mean, I also kind of think it's a little flawless. Like, I mean, you can find some shit with it, I'm sure, but damn, dude, it is fucking good movie. And the stuff that people find wrong with it are pretty, 
nitpicky. Um, you got to reach. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's like that movie is so popular and so beloved that like even I will start to feel this impulse to be like, is it actually that good? And then like I maybe watch it every three years or so you know, just on Netflix or something. And it is, it's just really fucking good. It's, it's pretty much like, I don't know. It's, it's about as untouchable as a movie or certainly like a superhero movie could be in my opinion. It's a, you're right. Like Batman begins is good. It's a good movie. I like it, but the dark Knight is another monster like entirely. It's a perfect pick for this list. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like it does. It does such a good job of being a Batman movie, but it does like what I think subsequent superhero or Batman specifically movies have that are good have done well. And it's like they almost like intentionally are not a traditional Batman or superhero movie. They're very different if you really look at the structure and the pacing and like the setup and all that kind of stuff. Like it's a very different movie. I mean, Dark Knight is really treated as, like, there's a terrorist in the city, like, just doing horrible, fucked up things. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not really, like, presented so much like a traditional kind of, like, Batman, like, runs out at, at night and defeats the villain. It's it's a very different vibe, and I think that's what makes the movie so entertaining. It's because you, while it is a superhero movie, it sort of, like, lacks so many of the conventions of a, like, superhero story that you just, you're just sucked in on so many levels it just feels some feels like you're watching something completely different yeah well and and i don't want to just you know before you move on i don't want to gloss over this whole like heath ledger thing like let's be very clear that man died like not long after that movie came out was posthumously given an oscar for his role in that movie like it's not only like the movie did those things the actors that were in it too like engaged it on that level just from reading the script, you know, I, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, Heath Ledger's the greatest actor of all time because of his role as the Joker. Like, oh, I, I, I'm going to dress up as that for Halloween. He was amazing in that movie. He was amazing in that movie, and he was amazing at that role. I'm just going to throw an RIP in his direction, dude. That, 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 that's a great movie. Dave's right. You, you're, you're both right. You can't nitpick it, dude. It's just solid all the way through. And this is coming from somebody who can barely stomach to watch a superhero movie. It's perfect, man. It's a really, really good movie. Yeah. And Bloodbath's right. Like, and people always thought, like, I remember watching the Batman animated series when I was a kid and being like, oh, the Joker's fun. But, like, no one really gave a shit about the Joker beyond that. And then in the Batman Arkham Asylum game, I can't remember if that came out before or after uh, this movie. But... Um, came out, oh God, I don't know. Maybe right after, maybe not. They're pretty close. I want to say Arkham Asylum was like 2009 or something mm-hmm. like that. So like close, right? Um, and the Joker was like fun in that, but like people didn't give a shit about the Joker until Heath Ledger did that. And then now we have Joaquin Phoenix doing the Joker and like, not like exactly the same, but like it's another take on like that, more serious version of the Joker that Heath Ledger did. It's, it's, I mean, I thought people took it a little bit too far after the movie came out where they were like, he got so into the role that he just like, just couldn't live a normal life afterwards. And I was like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Like, 
That's not, that's not what happened. He was on drugs. But, let's be yeah, fair. Let's be real. But he killed it. He was so good that like people are like the Joker's like one of the best villains now. When before the Joker was just kind of like a a clown, basically. God, I hate yeah. Jared Leto so much. I hate Jared Leto with every fiber of my being, dude. Yeah, he's a cult leader. That he is, Edward. All right. So uh, let's get into honorable mentions and uh, lightning round style. I have two honorable mentions. Um, I wrote down, they're both video games. Assassin's Creed 2, way better than the first Assassin's Creed game. Um, Really good game. And Alan reminded me that Mario Kart 64 is the second Mario Kart game, and it destroys Super Mario Kart. Super Mario Kart is bullshit compared to Mario Kart 64. So those are my two. Assassin's Creed 2, Mario Kart 64. Aaron, how about you? Uh, I have a couple as well. I would say like my first honorable mention is going to be Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. I, lo- I love that fucking <laughs> movie. Very good. Uh, yeah, very good movie. Uh, Borderlands 2, a video game. Uh, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island on the Super Nintendo. Uh, another one I have. And then... Um, what was the other one I had? Oh, shit. Uh, Gathering Blue, which was the sequel to The Giver, which we haven't had a chance to talk about, like, books from childhood or whatever, but it was a direct sequel to one of my favorite books that I loved as a kid. So Gathering Blue, I guess, would be my other one. Right on. Alan, how about you? I have a, I have a lot of honorable mentions. Uh, <laughs> I, with, uh, I was thinking about Chicken Selects um, as <laughs> the sequel to Chicken McNuggets. Uh, I was told that didn't fit, though. So um, then also Two Towers. I would have counted that. Two Towers. Okay, well, Chicken chicken Selects is in there. Um, Two Towers is obviously somewhere in there. Um, Rocky Two, Buzz Aldrin, uh, Judgment Day. Are you talking about Buzz Aldrin? Are you talking like it, yeah, like yeah. he like he's yeah, the, the sequel, sequel, the sequel to, the to Neil, Arm- sequel to Neil Armstrong? <laughs> yeah, it's not the second, one, second one in the series. Dave, cut this motherfucker's mic, dude. I'm <laughs> mad now. <laughs> um, Terminator 2 Judgment Day, uh, Hot Fuzz, and uh, the second Punic War, I think, were around that. Right, you lost me until you said the second Punic War. Now I'm back in. <laughs> All right, that's Bloodbath, good. I would have counted that. Oh, my God. Uh, the New Testament. Right, <laughs> way better than that old, old testament. Way better. <laughs> Fuck you, bloodbath. Yeah, bloodbath. Uh, come on. New Coke. Uh, <laughs> um, Back to the Future Two. Um, Rocky Two. Uh, Terminator Two. Uh, Lethal Weapon Two. Um, yeah, I think that's good. Uh, I'll, mm. I'll throw one uh, Austin Powers by Shad. I think that. Yeah. That one, I think. Comedy sequels are usually not like that great, and I th- do think that one is like it's the best one of the series. Somewhat, yeah, I agree. All that's kind of like great. it's kind of yeah. like yeah, but that's kind of like the Empire like thing. It's like that one is like that's what you think of when you think Austin Powers. Like, is Spider shagged me? Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Yep. All right, so let's get into our listener responses, and we have a shitload. Thank you very much to everybody who wrote in. If we keep getting this many, 
uh, we're not going to be able to read. Actually, even this time, we're not able to read everybody because uh, we cut it off at 35, which is fucking ridiculous. So thank you, everyone, for writing in. We collected these listener responses in the top three and Tales from the Backlog Discord server and uh, on our social media pages. So be on the lookout in those places uh, if you want to participate in the future. So I'll get started with Chris N. in the Discord server. Number three, Empire Strikes Back, Michael Bumpus. Number two, The Dark Knight, which uh, Bloodbath said right there. And number one, The Two Towers, which I agree, great movie, but I also really love Fellowship, so it didn't make my list. Uh, Next up, we have Zolgeek. Number three, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, great answer. Uh, number two, Resident Evil 2. Too scary. Never played it. Number one, The Last Jedi. Uh, was that episode eight? It, yeah. it is. And that is an awful movie, Zolgeek. All Dude, right. That I'm movie, done. best of the sequel trilogy. Good movie. I'm Wait, with I thought that's episode seven, right? Oh, no, 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 no. It's episode seven. Yeah. Wait, right? No, it's episode eight. It's the one nah. after The Force Awakens, which is a trash movie, and it's the no. one before The Rise we're of Skywalker, not, the, which is a the one where they go on it. This is not this is not the place to have that conversation. It's okay. the one right. where they go geek two and a half hour low speed chase through space. That's, that's <laughs> okay. that one. All right, that's all right, all right, all right, all right. Moving on, moving on. <laughs> uh, next up is Troidal Power, which I love the name. Uh, number three. Speaker for the Dead, Orson Scott Card. I don't know what that means, but I read it correctly. That's the sequel to Ender's Game. Oh, I read Ender's Game, um, but I did not read the sequel. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, cool. Uh, number two, Nintendo DS Lite. Solid. That's like a Game Boy style thing. Uh, <laughs> number one, Dragon Ball Z. Great answer. Objectively excellent. Great answer. Yeah, great great answer. answer. Also, Troidal Power wanted to make sure that uh, they're on the record as saying that they know that Orson Scott Card is a giant piece of shit. So you're you're cool, Troidal Power. We got you. Up next, we have Adam. Number three, Silent Hill 2. Number two, Blade Runner 2049. Oh, boy, I don't know about that. Uh, and number one, Demon <laughs> Days by the Gorillas. I didn't even think about albums. I didn't yeah, even think that never even crossed my mind. That's cool. I thought for a second about it, but so many bands, their first is their best. So I didn't want to think about it too hard because there's so many good video games. Sophomore slump. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up is Moonborn from the Discord server. Number three, Gravity Rush 2. Number two, Spider-Man 2, the movie, not the video game for the PS2. And number one, Hellboy 2, The Golden Army. Next up, we have Ryan from the List Off podcast. Number three, Resident Evil 2. Number two, Empire Strikes Back. And number one, The Last of Us Part 2. And we have Nick G, uh, whose number three is Atlanta United Football Club in their sequel season winning the championship. (laughs) I assume that's soccer. Wait, was that uh, their second total se- like overall season as a team? Yeah, that's pretty badass if that's, that's true. That's cool. Yeah, yeah that's that crazy. is. That's, yeah. that's pretty legit. Uh, number two, Super Smash Brothers Melee, which Aaron talked about ad nauseum. And number <laughs> one, the Jurassic period, a.k.a. the sequel to the Triassic period of the Mesozoic <laughs> era trilogy. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> as soon as Nick sent that, I was like, Alan's going to love that shit. Alan's going to jump Alan's on all that. over that. 
All right, we have Eric from the Unlockables podcast. Number three, Kingdom Hearts 2. Number two, Empire Strikes Back. And number one, World War Two. Yikes! As funny as your list was, Eric from the Unlockables podcast, Kingdom Hearts 2 is awful compared to the first game. All right, Ooh. I'm done. I'm done. We're going to give a shout out to Eric right now because he's doing a full podcast series detailing the entire story of Kingdom Hearts, uh, which is a task that no man should undertake, but he's what doing it. What we do is give him credit for his number one, for his number one having the main character of Hitler. <laughs> Eric's Eric's just not a big fan of trench warfare. He's, hey, he's, dude. Hey, me neither, dude. <laughs> uh, next up is Jared from the Play Along podcast, uh, also in the Discord server. Number three, Pokemon Gold and Silver. Great answer, Jared. Number two, Portal Two. Number one, Mass Effect Two. Those are all great video game good, sequels. Good answers. Uh, next up, we have Charlie. Uh, number three, The Office Season 2. Yeah, that was better. Uh, number two, Parks and Rec Season 2. Also Way better. better. And number one, Portal 2. Next up, we have Hua, whose number three is the second Twilight movie, and I don't remember <laughs> its name either. No, me either. Uh, <laughs> New Moon. <laughs> New Moon. No. Thank you, Bloodbath. <laughs> uh, can, we, can we mute Bloodbath? <laughs> no, uh, dude. This is Bloodbath's got mute. answers, dude. <laughs> number two, is Iron Man 2, which I also agree, great movie. I talked to some people about this this week. Apparently, that is not a widely held opinion. It's not. It's not, yeah. Okay, that's surprising to me. I think that's an excellent answer. And number one, Aliens. Objectively great answer. (laughs) All right, next up we have (sighs) Rat Boy. His number three is D2, the Mighty Ducks. All right. Good number two, WWF, No Mercy on the 64. Number one, T2, Terminator, Judgment Day. And his honorable mention is Bleeding Red's Mad 2.0, found on the Rat Hour feed, now with 100% Carl and Aaron. Hard disagree. <laughs> I'm not going to correct the name Don't. of his podcast because Bleeding Red's Mad is way better than what it actually Infinitely is. better than the actual Suck name. Suck it, Rat Boy. Yeah, sorry, dude. <laughs> number, uh, next up is Craig. Uh, Craig's number three is Empire Strikes Back. Number two is The Office, the U.S. version. Fair enough. Uh, number one, The Dark Knight, and honorable mention, Top Gun Maverick, which people say is good. I'll never watch it because I'd make, it means I'd have to look at Tommy. People <laughs> say a lot of <laughs> This is very funny. Next up, we have Bloodbath's mom. Uh, uh, no first or last name. Uh, her number three is Bad Boys 2. Objectively a great answer, Robin. Uh, her number two... Hold up, I, I think I'm reading here. No, her number two is also Bad Boys 2. Uh, and her number one is Bad Boys 2. Robin, I got to tell you, clear favorite for my pick to be the winner yep. of this honorable mentions thing, dude. That was awesome. We don't even need to read the rest of them. <laughs> yeah, I like how we didn't put Robin, even though we all know her by first name, and we just put Bloodbath. <laughs> Good list, Rob. I can't believe no one else put Bad Boys 2, though. Yeah, same. Same me, too. Way better than the original. What a great movie. Yeah. Oh, is it me? Okay. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, I I lost it there for a minute. Um, 
Next up, we have Keith from the Main Quest podcast, whose number three is Friday the 13th, part two. Okay. Number two <laughs> is Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Great movie. Great choice. And number one is Gremlins 2, the new batch. Um, I prefer Gremlins Keith. 3. Uh, there is yeah, well, you could have... You could have chosen, you know, Gremlins 3 had we used a different definition, like the correct definition of sequel. I do yeah, like you're right. You're right. He did a good job in here. I do like that some of the people in here are just ignoring it, though. I I appreciate that in people. <laughs> well, speaking of ignoring it, Alan, uh, 30 and Nerdy Podcast, their number three is Christmas Vacation, which is the third movie in that series. So I looked it up, too, because that would have been on my list. Christmas yeah. Vacation. Yeah. That's a tough uh, one to leave off. Number two, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. And number one, the Dark Knight. Winter Soldier is a good pick for sure. Uh, next up is AJ. Number three, Mad Max 2. Is that Fury Road? No. Uh, yes. Mad Max, oh, I don't know. No, no Mad That's Max welcome 2. Welcome to the Thunderdome. No, Mad Max 2 right. is the Road Warrior. Okay. Oh. And then Fair it's enough. Thunderdome and then uh, Fury Road. Uh, AJ's number two is Home Alone 2. Number one is Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Seems to be a favorite. Home Alone 2 is a great answer. Um, yeah. Next up is Ted. Uh, number three, Clerks 2. Number two, Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> and number one, Super Troopers 2. I, uh, wow. I do not agree with your list, Ted, and I challenge you to a duel. <laughs> Aaron demands satisfaction. I do remember going and seeing Clerks 2 in the theaters with Dave, and he was just like, that was way better than Clerks 1. Like, <laughs> it is. It, it is. It's still bad, it's, but it it's is. It's not. It's not better than Clerks 1. But I thought it was at the time. In 2006, it was. <laughs> People can change. I used to be a piece uh, of shit. <laughs> uh, next up is Jack. Uh, whose number three is High School Musical 2. Great answer. <laughs> number, <laughs> number two is Empire Strikes Back, Michael Bumpus. And number one is Top Gun Maverick again. Um, and then honorable mention Cobra Kai, which I guess is the sequel to The Karate Kid? It's like a TV yeah. show. I don't know what the That's... fuck Jack's talking about, but... Empire's a great answer. I can't hate on him High for School real. High School Musical I... 2 is a great answer. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry, I didn't mean to say Empire. <laughs> should have been Michael Nick... Bumpus. Oh, should have. Yes. Nick from Friday Night Games cast. Number three, Uncharted 2, Among Thieves. Number two, Halo 2. And number one, Dead Space Dose. Those Dead Space games look creepy as fuck. I'll uh, never play them. heard of them. Next up is Secret Levels podcast with a very on-brand list. Uh, number three, Street Fighter 2. Number two, Streets of Rage 2. Number one, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Very on-brand. Streets of Rage games are dope. Um, next up, we have the Niche Guys podcast. Uh, number three, The Last of Us Part 2. Number one, Batman Arkham City. And number one, like Alan said, Majora's Mask. Whoop, 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 whoop. 
Um, next up, it looks like we have Rick R. Who's number three is Batman Returns. Um, so that's like, what, like a little bit of Keaton flavor in there. Uh huh. Just a little, <laughs> uh, just a little bit of Keaton flavor. Uh, number two is Empire Strikes Back and number one, Mad Max Fury Road, which is one of the new Mad Max movies. Yeah. yeah. That made. movie okay. rules, by the way. Uh, is that the, I've seen one of them. With like that's, that's the one that's like a two hour with high a, speed car chase across the desert. Yeah, like the guy. It's the one with the guy with the car with the big amplifiers on it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I've seen that one. That one's good. All right. Next up, we we have Jerf. All right. Uh, number three, Ken Griffey Jr. Sequel to Ken Griffey. Great answer. <laughs> number two, Aliens. Sequel to Alien and number one Terminator Two Judgment Day. <laughs> oh, dude! When I saw that that was the Ken Griffey Jr. answer, I busted out laughing. Yeah, that's very really funny. Walking the dog outside. <laughs> is, that's is, his name, is his name really Jerf or is it is it a typo? I don't know. That's what it says on Instagram. So all right, that's what they so wish it, to be it, called. It jerf now, Jerf. Uh, next up is uh, Sarah Bush. Number three, Mannequin 2, Mannequin on the Move. Uh, Aaron, any comment? Uh, I preferred Mannequin 3, Mannequin on the Run, but that's just me. Yeah. Number two, X-Men Days of Future Past, which is a good movie. Number one, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, again. Uh, I've never seen it. Sounds terrible. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next up is... What? I've never no. seen it either. No, wow. no, no. I don't, I don't, I don't really care for action movies unless there's a guy getting turned into a llama and it's the emperor's new groove. All right. So next up is Jake. Jake's number three is American Pie Two, which is a funny movie. Uh, number two, Empire Strikes Back, and number one, Doctor Strange Two. And he wanted me to say, like, I know people aren't going to agree with me, but it's a much better movie than the original Doctor Strange. I haven't seen any of them, but Jake's a good dude. I'm going to go ahead and say that you're the winner over Bloodbath's mom, bro. <laughs> Blasphemy. Overruled. Damn it. Oh, next up is Kate, whose number three is Grease 2, <laughs> because it's a whole jam, um, <laughs> which I can't really disagree. Uh, number two, Five Goes West, which... Great I, movie. I didn't think about it, but it is a really great movie. <laughs> uh, number one, Magic Mike XXL, <laughs> uh, which I haven't seen. Uh, but uh, there's a lot more dick. <laughs> Oddly more enough, dick. it's one of the DVDs that Alan owns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Indiana Jones Temple of Doom. Faces of Death 7 and Mashie Pike XXL. <laughs> Alan Wilde. Alan get nine. his nut one way or another. Uh, next up we have Marshall. Number three. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. The Secret of the U's. Hard to see. Great pick. Now Hard what? Great. First one. Great, first one. Great first one. pick. Much, much better than the first one. Number two, half. You're just saying that you piece of shit. <laughs> no, number I'm not. two, half life. Half life two. You're not a piece of shit. I love you. I love uh, you too, baby. One, two towers. 
Next up is Chad, number three, Aliens, number two, Resident Evil Apocalypse, and number one, Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Good, great good pick. Number one. Next up is Jeff, number three, Ace Ventura with Nature Calls. <laughs> Very funny answer. Uh, number two, The Dark Knight, and number one, Wayne's World 2. Love Wayne's World 2. Definitely not as good as the first movie, but an awesome movie nonetheless. Nature Calls isn't as good as the first either. It wasn't, but a, but a very funny movie. Very funny movie. <laughs> next, next up, we have Ryan Arrington, whose number three is Top Gun Maverick. I'm beginning to think that Dave just filled Top Gun Maverick into these. <laughs> I did not. Uh, <laughs> oh, number, dude, it's weird. And number two is Spider-Man No Way Home, which I haven't seen. Um, but number one is Scary Movie 2, which was really funny. All right, next up we have Sean with Rush Hour 2, Aliens, and Toy Story 2, and he will fight for this one. Oh, Sean weighs 130 pounds, and he's wrong, so I'd say come find me, ho. (laughs) All right, and uh, last and possibly also least is Nick, who gave us an incomplete list, uh, only number one. So I'm going to say Nick's number three is Legally Blonde 2. <laughs> Red, white, blonde. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick's number two is Homeward Bound 2, Lost in San Francisco, which is a good movie. It's not better than the original, though, Nick. <laughs> it's not better than the original, That's yeah. And uh, number Dude. one is Terminator 2, Judgment Day. All right, fair enough, Nick. I was I thought that was on me, so I was like thinking of it. I was like, all right, his number one's Lion King one and a half. Okay, so uh, I vote Bloodbath's mom is still the winner. Bad boys two, great movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if only for the scene yeah. where they're interrogating that dude at the door oh, who wants yeah. to take her out on a date. Yeah. <laughs> I have to know, did she send it in like Three bad boys, two, two bad boys, two, one bad boys, two. You got to ask Bloodbath. No, she just told me at dinner. In fairness, she, in fairness, she actually was like Lethal Weapon 2 and like Die Hard 2 and like Back to the Future 2. But but my mom's favorite movie is Bad Boys 2. She watches it every single day. (laughs) I was imagining her at dinner, like Bloodbath's like, okay, the, the topic is top sequels that are better than the original and she's like bad boys too and, she, yeah. and bloodbath's like okay what about your second and third and she's like bad boys yeah two. she starts slamming her fist <laughs> bad boys too bad boys too she loves martin lawrence man all right there you go robin mcgrath winner of the winner first episode of season of the three return man. episode so mm-hmm. yeah. thank you everyone for writing in your uh listener top threes we appreciate you very much once again if you want to participate uh, in future ones. The best place to do that is in the Discord server where you will get priority and get read at the top of the list uh, for now. And you can also participate on our social media pages. Check down in the show notes for links to those pages, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So uh, thank you very much for listening, everybody. If you'd like to support a top three podcast, the best thing to do is tell a friend. You can also leave a rating and review if your platform that you listen to podcasts on allows it, if you've enjoyed the show. And uh, we've talked about video games um, on the show here today a little bit. Um, I have another show called Tales from the Backlog, which is a video game deep dive show. Uh, So check that out if you like video games. And yeah, 
good uh good top three everybody yay we're back we're back those listener responses took legit like 35 minutes to read through (laughs) hey that's what the people want baby what they don't want is alan constantly challenging us but they do like getting their names heard yeah well we'll see what bullshit alan comes at us with next episode so thanks everybody and uh yeah see you next time bye